on the mix-up, except Noel's hugely at a deficit right now. It sounds like sports casting, right? ESPN? NFL, maybe? But it sounds a little off, right? The energy is still there, but what they're saying doesn't quite make sense. Dodge, dive kicks are coming out. We go for another ground pound. No, dive kicks into the stage, trying to get Noel. How is Boomy making back. it back? I, I'm not really sure. He has his dodge still. <laughs> he almost, oh, oh my gosh. It. He was what are they talking about? Who are they talking about? And, the and why are they talking so damn fast? Time after time, is he spends so much time on the wall, just just not jumping. Luther just catches Boomy. It's a downer. That might be the gimp. Weapon stops and gets a dodge back out of the stage and just barely Boomy's makes it back. But he's still going. The They're both on their okay, final stock. Ground pound comes out. Noel so deep into the stage will Boomy find the dive kick himself the grab out connect oh! Noel on the bottom of the stage he can't make it back he does the down air that's a okay. kill that's gotta be a Wait, kill no, how is that not a kill okay okay wow Boomy with a pop off there in game number one no it's not quite sports at least in the traditional sense that was the ending of the first match in the grand finals of Dreamhack Montreal which had $20,000 on the line the game that these contestants were fighting so fiercely in was Brawlhalla the topic of our review today. Hi, welcome to Game Anatomy, a podcast about game design and the industry. I'm your host, Alec Brown. Although 20k is a small sum when it comes to esports nowadays, this game is swiftly becoming more and more popular, and is currently the most played fighting game on all of Steam. Although it may sound strange, esports is actually becoming more popular than traditional sports, at least in the projected future. According to the technology consulting firm Activate, more than 250 million people follow the competitions in esports. The company estimates that by 2020, 70 million people will watch an esports final, which is more than the viewership for the American professional baseball, soccer, and hockey finals. By that time, consumers will watch 3 billion hours of esports, or 10% of all sports viewing. According to their projections, in the US, Esports will have more viewers than every professional sports league except for the NFL by 2020. Even if you're not into esports, these numbers show that esports are at least something to pay attention to, as they'll soon become one of the biggest entertainment industries in the world. Published by Studio Blue Mammoth Games in 2015, Brawlhalla is a 2D fighting game set in the mystical afterlife of Valhalla although the Nordic setting only provides a framework for all the crazy things that the game does. Characters range from cowgirls with railhammers to masked intergalactic crusaders. There's no shortage of content diversity, as you could be fighting a skeleton with an enchanted bow one match and then five minutes later be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with a bear man on a floating platform in space. Consistently light-hearted and fun, Brawlhalla is a free-to-play multiplayer game that does the genre justice. So, for this review, we'll be asking a number of questions. The first being, what does it do right? Like I said, the aesthetics and the surface level of the game are great. The backgrounds of each stage are lovingly painted, and the animations of each character get better and better with each monthly release. The sound effects and visuals are more than gratifying when you land a hit. And the announcer always cheers you on. Unstoppable. So what about the music? Well, have a look. This is what it sounds like when you fight on top of a giant neon ramen sign in the future. 
The technical side of the game is simple enough for new players to understand, yet deep enough for experienced players to chew on. There are numerous advanced techniques in the game like gravity cancels, chase dodges, and the game doesn't actually have any combos, but instead relies on players to make them up from all the moves available in the game. The potential for amazing plays is incredibly high as a result of this, as well as the nice surgical level of precision that's needed to excel. There is a training mode that lets you analyze characters' hitboxes frame by frame. I can't help but get the feeling that this is a game made by people who love fighting games. Every character has two weapons, and these weapons come with a unique moveset that although is shared by every other character with that weapon, they each have unique signatures depending on who you're playing. So all of the normal or light attacks are all the same for each person with that weapon, but the strong attacks, otherwise known as signatures, will be unique to that character. And every character has the same unarmed moveset when they are unarmed or without a weapon. There are currently over 40 characters in the game, and about 10 weapons, including the spear, hammer, rocket lance, yes, you heard that right, axe, guitars, blasters, cannon, scythe, bow, and reinforced gauntlets. With all these weapons, there's something for everyone. Each character has an entertaining backstory in the lore section of the game, and even though this isn't really necessary for a fighting game, it's a nice touch, and it adds a nice level of characterization to otherwise very strange individuals. And these are actually written quite well. One of my favorites is the one for Caspian, a famous thief that says, and I quote, He won the Kentucky Derby disguised as a horse, decided to take some time for himself, and August 32nd was never seen again. So it sounds great. What does it do wrong? There aren't many things that I personally don't enjoy about the game itself. It's quick and easy to play. It takes about 10 minutes to log on, find a match, have some fun, and then leave. The game itself does what it needs to do, although the free-to-play loot box market is there as always. This can be seen as a problem, but I personally won't blame a free-to-play game for having loot boxes that contain only skins, which not only look great, but don't influence gameplay whatsoever. No, what I want to focus on is something that can be the worst part of the game at times. It's the community. Now when I say this, I mean that a very small part of the community, as with any game community, is incredibly toxic. The thing is, is that it seems worse than it actually is due to the nature of the game's matchmaking. You see, in a game like Dota, another game with a notoriously toxic community, you have at least say, seven other people there to temper the toxicity, or to also yell at that person, or report. In this case, in Brawlhalla, which is based on 1v1 and 2v2 matches, when you get a bad apple, it tastes so much more bitter when you are face-to-face -face with that person, and you have no one else to back you up. Let me just read you some accounts, as well as some dialogue from these games. Uh, Kill Yourself is a pretty common one, as well as uh, Spammer is a pretty common phrase that I see a lot. Uh, garbage player, get a life, fuck you, with no C, Y, or O. And as I said before, a lot of free games are like this, but Brawlhalla has a unique post-match lobby system, where after the game you're booted into a small lobby where all of the contestants are put on podiums depending on how they ranked, and in this space, you can press X to automatically declare GG, which means good game, or you can leave, or you can type into the chat box. Now, this is a quick and easy way to claim someone, because you can just say something awful, 
and then leave without any repercussions. Because thanks to the great feature that Brawlhalla has, which makes it so that players who leave cannot be reported, whether they rage quit or left right before the game ended, when they were falling off a cliff, for example, they will face no consequences whatsoever. But the thing is, it's not all bad. The community is also incredibly supportive, with people like Egg Soup, Lucian Sword, Stefanofro, and Planet Micro, to name a few YouTube channels, offering a meme and oftentimes practical outlook on the game that helped their viewers improve. Entire series of videos have been dedicated to teaching others on how to perform combos, or even hour-long, in-depth looks at how to master a single character, or even a single weapon. Hi, I didn't see you there. My name is Stefanofro, and this is a guide to Orion, or... More specifically, the dirty little secrets I've learned on Lance and Spear that will turn any player into a stage 3 terminal illness overnight. So while it is a small complaint, it is the biggest complaint that I've had with the game so far, and if you plan on playing it, that is something to watch out for. So what about the developer? Blue Mammoth Studios is made of gaming veterans from Hi-Rez and Cryptic Studios, and was founded in 2009. Blue Mammoth routinely holds streams where they bring in professional players, to play against the community. These streams have their own internal memes and references, such as people who come in every single week that you can actually watch improve and eventually go to the professional esports events that they host. He loves fighting off stage. You saw that one stock with uh -huh. him and Noel and Grands? Uh oh. Uh oh. The Edgeguard Master coming to finish it. Ooh, oh, he's, I don't think he can make it back. Spacing. Oh, he That's got him. Do it. Three stock for our champion, Boomy, the best player in the world. And showing it for sure. All right, up next, we got Gwigui coming out. We've seen, I, I got a chance to meet Gwigui at uh, DreamHack Montreal. Hey. Super cool dude. Let's see how he can contest here against Boomy. The, the game is updated every Wednesday, and every month or so, a new character is released, or at least a new major update is released. Each update is usually accompanied by a slight change in the game's balancing, such as when it comes to damage numbers, or how far certain moves will send other characters flying. Overall, Brawlhalla is a fun game surrounded by a dedicated, fun community, and is supported by a developer that revels in both. It's free on Steam, I'd highly recommend you play it, if you enjoy fighting games, and even if not, it's fun just to beat the shit out of your friends with co-op mode. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode of Game Anatomy. Next time we'll be taking a look at the game Pyre, developed by Supergiant Games and released last year. I'm your host Alec Brown. Until then, have a good night.